Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach tip of the day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Thanks so much for joining us. Just a reminder that we have over 600 interviews archived and indexed at our audio library. You can find it on ExitCoachRadio.com. You can listen to 35 different topic file folders and hear from authors, advisors, and thought leaders uh, and really learn a lot, and we hope you'll take advantage of that. My next guest is Anthony Sicaros, a chartered financial consultant and president of Providence Financial, uh, which is a financial uh, planning uh, group. Uh, he is a financial planner, registered uh, investment advisor. But first and foremost, Anthony is an educator, and for over 15 years, he's been consulting with thousands of individuals about their finances. He's passionate about teaching and coaching clients in the universe of investment options in order to help them develop clear income strategies for a secure future. He's a frequent speaker on estate and financial planning topics and is an advisory board member uh, for Senior Market Advisor, a leading industry publication. In October 2012, he appeared on the cover of Life Insurance Selling, one of the premier national magazines for financial planners and insurance professionals. And we're going to talk about middle-class families and how they're on financial thin ice. So, Anthony, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Bill. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Thanks for coming on. Um, before we get started, I, I gave our listeners a little sense of what Providence Financial is all about. Tell us a little bit more about your background and how you started Finan Providence Financial. Yeah, I got in the industry in the late 90s, 99 to be exact. And uh, when I got in, involved in the industry, I realized that the current bull market that we were in uh, just wasn't going to last forever. Uh, we had gone through the 80s and 90s, which uh, you know, up to, up to this point in history have been the best time periods that we've ever had in the market. And I knew that you know, eventually the party was going to be over. So when I uh, started my business, we focused on working with uh, individuals that are headed towards retirement that couldn't afford to lose money when the stock market crashed. And we focused on helping them develop income strategies that they cannot outlive with uh, investments that are outside of the market, but still designed to give them a, you know, a decent rate of return, a fighting chance to at least keep pace with inflation. So that's really how I got involved, and that's where we are today, a full-service financial planning firm. Yeah, you came in at an interesting time and uh, of, of the market, and of course, a lot of people these days are scratching their heads going, how do we get yield without without undue risk out there? So there's a lot to talk about there, but uh, you, you brought up some interesting points in the, in the show preparation notes uh, about how dire the situation is for many, many families out there that they really don't have much to lean back on in the event of emergency. Share with us some of those facts. Yeah, the, that, that's probably the biggest challenge that's going on today. The government really wants you to believe that everything's well and everything's fine and, and there's an unemployment rate has gone down. And unfortunately, a lot of that's just not true. There, you know, a lot of the numbers that are being used are just, are, are just skewed towards, uh, towards helping the numbers look better. Um, for instance, you and I both know that you know, the true unemployment number that they're using these days think down in uh, you know the high sixes at this point doesn't include individuals that have been unemployed for more than a year so even though these individuals uh, you know have have not uh, they, they no longer qualify for unemployment 
And even though they still they don't have a job, uh, the fact is that the government says after one year you're no you're no longer looking for a job, so we're not counting you as unemployed. And so what happens is when unemployment does run out after their six months and then maybe a six-month extension, what happens is these individuals start to go and get part-time jobs to do anything they can to make ends meet. You know, let's face it, when someone gets on unemployment today, the urgency to get a job is not as great as when they know that they're going to get their last unemployment check in a week from now. Mm-hmm. So the kind of job that they're looking for, if they're looking at all, um, are, are, are you know the, the, the upper-end jobs, and when they don't find them, and a year later, unemployment benefits end, they start looking for the lower-paying jobs, and they're willing to take anything to make ends meet. So you have an economy now where people who even 15 years ago had full-time jobs and could rely on their careers for, uh, you know, for the rest of their life. At this point in time, uh, many people have two jobs and are making less than they were making 15 years ago from that full-time job. And right now, according to a study that was done by uh, Pew Research, the uh, middle-class families have an average of about three weeks of emergency funds in the cash uh, for emergencies. And if these middle-class families that, that defined as individuals that are between $35,000 and $60,000 a year of income, if they were to liquidate every single penny that they have, retirement plans, checking accounts, emergency funds, and so on, they only have about four months' worth of cash and could only survive for four months without any income. That's really scary. And again, like you said, the the bigger concern is the number of people that are underemployed because these are people, you know, obviously you save for retirement by having excess funds that you put away into things like 401ks and and those types of things. And if people can't afford to do that, it makes you wonder what does the future trend look like as far as people that can afford to, uh, to to leave their jobs, to retire, to be financially secure. And if they lose their jobs along the way, this three-week uh, uh, emergency fund is just isn't going to cut it. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's not going to cut it. And so what they wind up doing is they wind up, uh, they, they wind up either tapping the equity in their home if they have a home, or they wind up uh, tapping their credit cards. And, you know, overall, we have less credit card debt today than we had four and five years ago. But the reality is, is it's still a very high level today. And when you're trying to save money, if you're spending, you know, 15 to 30 percent on a credit card, the, the, the fact is that, that that's interest that you cannot save. And, and if you just make the minimum payments, as most Americans do, because they, they don't have a job, they're using their credit cards to live, you'll never get them paid off. And, and you're living life 15 to 30 percent more expensive than if you didn't have credit cards at all. And as far as uh, risk protection, what's happening there? Are people uh, unable to purchase adequate insurances for their families? Yeah, we find that all the time. And you hit on a subject to me that's really just dear to my heart. Um, the, the, the fact is that uh, most people, when they do lose their jobs and when they do get pay cuts and when they do become underemployed and they're making you know half or three-quarters of what they were before they lost their job, one of the first things to go is insurance. It's, it's one of the first things that people feel like they can cut back on. And yet it's one of the most important things that individuals should have and and so we 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 meet with a lot of people that are underinsured. Um, the the automobile coverage, for example, the the fifteen thousand thirty thousand dollar coverage, uh, that's just not enough. That that just essentially means that if you get into an auto accident and you hurt someone, then the insurance company will cover you up to fifteen thousand dollars for liability coverage for their injuries. 
And I got to tell you, if, if someone falls down and scratches their knee today and sues you because it's your fault, it's going to be worth more than $15,000. So your assets are at risk. Um, a- another area that we see really, really undervalued by clients is life insurance. It's, it's, life insurance seems to be one of those, you know, if we have extra money, then we'll do it. Um, and, and then most young couples never get around to it. But the fact is, if a young individual uh, passes away and they're married with kids, then you know, their wife could be destitute. Uh, their kids are going to have a rough life ahead. Life insurance is an absolutely critical component of someone's financial plan, someone's well-being. And yet most people that are underemployed are just letting it go. Yeah, well, there's only so much money to go around, and of course, there are uh, less less expensive alternatives they can turn to these days if they look at term insurance and things like that. But again, it's more a situation of, well, uh, do you know, do we do we roll the dice on this or do we not roll the dice on this? So it sounds very it sounds daunting for the future, um, uh, Anthony. What are some of the ways that you help people to prioritize and and make good decisions with regards to these matters? Yeah, I think that the the key criteria is to really understand, you know, how the flow of money works and and how cash flow works in general. It's it's really amazing that a lot of people don't understand that that life is really all about cash flow. And and, and that is to say that when you have money coming in from uh, some source, a paycheck usually, that your expenses must be less than the money that's coming in. If your less, if your expenses are more than the money coming in, then the only that there's only two ways to fix that, and that is you've got to increase the money coming in, or you have to decrease your expenses. But you you can't do what the government does and spend more than you bring in. Um, only the government can do that because they can print money, and we don't have that ability to, <laughs> right, exactly. to, to print money. <laughs> but but the bottom line is it's all about cash flow, and, and, and many people don't realize it. So I think the very first step for a, a young couple or even an older couple that you know is having financial difficulty, the very first step is to take uh, is, is to take an inventory of where you stand now. Many people that I ask, you know, what, what is your income? What are your assets? Uh, what are your expenses? Most people, they don't know. And that's the problem. You need to know where you stand right now, how much you have coming in every single month, and how much you have going out every single month, so that you can make sure that the income is higher than the expenses. And once you know, and we've had so many clients that have told us that just by sitting down and you know, and, 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 and talking with the professional and knowing that they've got to figure out their income and they've got to figure out their expenses, just knowing that information gives someone the power to then be able to figure out what solutions are, there are. But if you don't recognize uh, that there's a problem or if you don't recognize what the problem is, then there's no way you're even going to be looking at solutions. So that starts with understanding your what you what you own and what you owe to create a personal balance sheet, and then what you make and what you have to what your expenses are and what your budget is. Right? That everybody hates that B word, but there it is. Uh, understand what you what you spend every month and get it under control. That's exactly right. And and unfortunately, um, you know, most people have to have some kind of a budget uh, unless you're out there and just making a plethora of cash and don't have to worry about it. But the, the, the reality is, is you, you must know this information and you must be able to figure out a way to get your expenses to be less than your income. We had a client in here recently whose expenses were $6,000 a month and their income was $4,000 a month. And they did not have enough money to support that, enough savings to support that for more than five, I believe it was five to six years, somewhere in that range. And really, it's a hard conversation to have. But at one point in time, I had to say, you've got to fix this now. 
And if you don't fix it now and you keep going negative $2,000 a month, then there's going to be a point five to six years from now where you're going to write your next rent check and it's going to bounce. And the time to fix that is now, not when you have to write that next check or, or the last check before there's no more money in the checkbook. Well, it seems like we just lost Anthony, unfortunately. Um, very interesting conversation. That was Anthony Saccaro of Providence Financial. He's the president of that organization in Los Angeles. So we're going to uh, take a short break. We're going to come back right after this and have another guest. So please stay with us. Does thinking about what will happen to your business if you're gone keep you awake at night? Will you get the price you need from your business to carry you through retirement? The BEI Network of Exit Planning Professionals is the world's leading advisor network with the power to help business owners transition out of business on their own timeline and terms. Ask your most trusted advisor to create a BEI plan for you or visit us at ExitPlanning.com. That's ExitPlanning.com. You're listening to ExitCoachRadio.com, the information station for age 50-plus business owners, where we're interviewing top advisors for their best tips, ideas, and precautions so you can be well-planned. We upload new one-minute tips every day. ExitCoachRadio.com. Come listen for a minute. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. 